The Mind Aware, 274. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you are clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So it seems sometimes on the Mind Aware Show, like we're kind of have that borderline between making money, being an entrepreneur, and the other side that maybe some people would call woo-woo, some people would call it spiritual, some people would call it just being present. And what's the deal with that? Why are we always kind of bordering between those two worlds, the world of mind and body and spirit and the world of being an entrepreneur and building a business? Well, guess what? It's because as we develop as people, as we get more connected, it helps your business because it helps you make more money. And you might think I'm crazy, but I'm going to talk to you about it today because I have a really good guest on who can help us with kind of all of those feelings of wanting to grab a hold of the steering wheel and take control. Sometimes you're better off just letting go. I've got Guy Finley here. He is an author and founder of Life of Learning. So please help me welcome Guy. Hi, Guy. Hi, Dana. Nice to be with you. Yeah, it's good to have you here. You know, so let's talk about just the concept of letting go for a minute, because I think people have different definitions for it. In your mind, if you were to say, like, yes, it's a benefit to you to let go, what do you mean by that? No one can succeed, really, in any level of life until they understand the nature of their own experience in that life. When my identity is completely locked into my business, my concerns in the world, nothing can happen to me when those conditions turn south other than I fear something terrible has happened to me. Well, something that's happened to my business has not happened to me. But if I believe it has, then I become anxious, frightened, worried, and then I try to change the conditions in order to change my experience. We have to learn that what we call our experience is a relationship between the world that we see outside of ourselves and the world that we are in in our own hearts and minds. There's nothing more practical than self-understanding and nothing that empowers us more than self-knowledge because in the end, it's what we don't know about ourselves that ultimately traps us and punishes us. Yeah, I like what you're saying about this. So let me see if I can paraphrase this back to get a handle on it. What you're saying is that if we identify too much as ourselves being, I, Dana Wild, am a collection of all of these things that I do, 
rather than who I really am, that that's where we fall into the trap of, and we call it, you're talking about changing the condition. Sometimes we use the terms about wanting to take action to fix things. Like, oh, if I take action here and I take action there to fix it, fix it, fix it, now, oh, I yeah. can relax and feel good, right? Except for one thing, which is to the point that when I'm afraid, when I'm anxious, who is it exactly that's taking ac action? If I'm negative and resisting a circumstance that pains me, and I am trying to change the condition to get rid of the pain, it means that the part of me that was pained by the changing condition holds the reins in its hands. That means that whether I see it or not, the part of me that's punished by a changing condition is further deepening its relationship with that identity. Imagine a man who goes to a, a small third world country to see uh, a fresh air market. He, he's walking down the road and here comes somebody and he can't believe his eyes because there's a man. And instead of the donkey pulling the cart with the sugar cane, the donkey has the saddle on the man and the man is pulling the sugar cane cart. Our traveler goes up and says, I don't understand what, 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 what's going on here. Why is the donkey riding you? And the man says, oh, like it's no big deal. That's the only way I could get it to go to the market with me. <laughs> when we are identified with negative thoughts and feelings, we are letting a lower part of our nature that can never succeed at anything other than continuing to establish its authority over us. So that letting go is about awakening, discovering where it is that I give my life away to parts of myself that promise power, but ultimately make me powerless. Well said. Beautiful. I love everything you said. And it helps that you're funny, too, you know, Guy. We like humor. We're good for that. I want to kind of rephrase some of the things you've said in my own words to see if we can, yes. you know, if I can sift through it and make it kind of practical and hands-on. I think what I hear you saying is that the part of us that's really us, is not the busy part of us that's out in the world, but it's some kind of a quiet part that's the voice behind the mask. So when you're talking about letting go, I think what you're saying is letting go of outcomes, letting go of control, letting go of that kind of identity with the outside world rather than the inside. Am I right? Or close, kind of. Close. close. <laughs> letting go is an inside affair. What we're letting go of isn't the condition. It's the attachment to it. Yes, yes, right, right. Good word. Well, the condition, the condition didn't create the attachment. Mm -hmm. right. My mother snarling at me didn't produce the resentment. Those conditions reveal to me parts of my own consciousness that I'm not aware of. And anything... Quick question. Could you even say it's almost like you're saying the emotional attachment? Well, of course, it's decidedly connected to emotions because the condition produces a reaction. If I'm not present to the moment of the reaction, then I am ruled by the emotions that fuel that reaction, telling me how to get rid of the fire by throwing gasoline on the flames. It doesn't work. Right, right. And so, and so the benefit then is peace and happiness. And, and peace of mind. 
The benefit is the gradual reclaiming of a part of ourself that cannot be punished by any changing circumstance, by anything someone does to us. I have a saying. It's very practical. It'll help everyone watching and listening. Learn to do what is in your power and refuse to do what is not. Learn to do what is in your power and refuse to do what is not. What is in my power? What is in my power is to be aware of the parts of me trying to make me powerless. Negative reactions render me powerless because I'm under the authority of that angry, frightened, worried nature. That worried nature is telling me what to do to be free of worry, which is like asking a shark to take you out of the ocean. It's not going to do it. It's going to repeat the condition because that's all that nature can do. Okay, I think we're we're all with you on this. You're making perfect sense. You're really clear, and I love everything that you're saying. All the points are well taken. So let me ask you this. Somebody's listening to this, and they're saying, you know, well, what happens when I'm in the throes of it? You know, so I've had the reaction, or I'm in the throes of it. I'm feeling negative, and then I, I become aware. Like, okay, I don't want to be here. I want to do what Guy says. I want to find a way to, like, not be in the middle of this mucky muck. What kind of tools could you give somebody that they could start to shift that today? This is why we must have self-knowledge, Dana. Because you said something that everybody thinks is true, but nothing could be further from the truth. When something happens that we don't want, our only response is resistance to it. What we don't see is that resistance to an event is actually an attachment to it. Because the more I don't want something, the more I'm thinking about it. So it's not a question of I don't want to be here. It's an understanding that I must be here completely so that I can be aware of these negative thoughts and feelings that are passing themselves off as guides. Fear and anxiety pretend to be guides, actually gods. Because when you're afraid and anxious, who's your God? You can tell me all day long you're a loving Jew, a loving Christian, whatever you say you're a loving. But when you're anxious or worried, you have turned to the negativity itself to help you escape the condition that that nature produced. We want to be fully aware so that we can be present to these parts of ourselves that are lying to us. Within us lives a kind of an awareness that can tell the difference between something that is helpful and something that's hurtful, but we must be present to ourselves to know the difference. Yeah, I can totally see that. I I know myself, I was making a comment not so long ago about I had a headache, and the headache, what really causes the headache, and maybe this isn't even a good story, you tell me, I don't know, but what caused the (laughs) headache for me is that I kept resisting the headache. Like I wanted the headache to go away so much, and the second I, I became aware of that, and I just went, okay, I'm just going to stop trying to fight it. I'm just going to let it be, let the headache be there. And guess what? It ended up just like going away, just like that, because it was like the resistance was holding it in place, right? Yes, you might want to write this down. Resistance to the disturbance is the disturbance. Yeah, agreed. And I am going to write that down, because that's going to be your line of the day. Resistance well, to, the, to the disturbance resistance is the disturbance. Resistance to the disturbance is the disturbance. Yeah. I was taught that by a great man, 
Vernon Howard, who has, in one respect, uh, made it possible for us to talk about what we are. Look, what we resist persists. That's a simpler way of saying yeah, it. Yeah, that's what we, we so agree. I am present to the part of myself that's resisting a condition. Why? Because I can understand with my mind what my emotions are lying to me about. The, the pain of resistance saying, no, push this away, push this away, push this away. But, Dana, what happens? Take your two hands. Here's what I don't want. Here's what I want. Start trying to push away what you don't want. What happens? <laughs> you just stay right there, don't you? <laughs> you, you no, no, not just that. You strengthen the side that's resisting. Right. It's an isometric exercise. So we want to catch the part of ourselves, hating, worrying, fright, being frightened, anxious about making payroll, problems with staff members, and recognize that if I go into a meeting or I sit here and let the donkey ride me, I can accomplish nothing because all of the energies that I need to be creative and receptive to a new answer are being thrown away by the ignorance of my own state. Yeah, amen. I'm with you. Good stuff. And, and I know you all are feeling it. Like, I know you're all thinking right now, like, okay, I want to re-listen to this interview and I want to totally, like, grasp everything because each sentence, there's a nugget, right? There's a nugget, every piece, everything that he's saying. So, Guy, we, we love you. It's awesome. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I want to make sure that you can connect with Guy outside of here. You can head over. He's got a really awesome gift for everybody, in fact, from the Mind Aware Show. It's a full album of material. So imagine like eight hours. It's the seven steps to oneness journey to a whole new life. And you can get it at guyfinley.org slash gift. So guy is G-U-Y, Finley, F-I-N-L-E-Y dot org. Remember, it's the dot org. And then the backslash gift gift because it's a whole full album that's like getting a whole audiobook for free which is really super awesome because you know if we're getting this much in like a 10 15 minute interview you can imagine like all the good nuggets in a big album so i hope you head right over there and do that we are enjoying ourselves immensely here with the live facebook audience we're always here on tuesdays and thursdays at 9 a.m pacific and we're going to take a quick break now so we can check in with them but we're going to be back in one second, and I'm going to ask Guy how he would apply this to building a business. I'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com. And that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome back. We are talking to Guy Finley. He is the founder of Life of Learning. He's been talking with us about letting go, but really just so much 
bigger than that. And I won't even try to recap it because it's really the essence of who we are and how we're walking in the world and why we're getting the results we're getting based on emotional attachment. One of the questions that came in from our Facebook audience that I thought was interesting, and so we're going to start with that, is someone wanted to know, um, Angela out there, thank you so much, wanted to know, how do you let go of resistance, that you weren't totally getting how to let go of resistance? So, Guy, do you, you want to address that? No, I'm too full of resistance to the question. <laughs> Look, I, I want to repeat something because it's going to be crucial for those of you who are joining Dana and I here. This is this. What we're talking about is not drive through knowledge. It's not it's not seven steps to instantaneous success as a person. It is seven steps to discovering the successful person that already lives in you. And that's quite a different task because it requires that we want to understand our situation instead of the misunderstanding we have about it now where we believe we can control the conditions that we're experiencing. You can't control a condition until you understand the experience you have of it. When a moment happens, I believe, you know, Dana's making me feel good or Dana's making me feel bad. No. What this moment is doing is educating me about myself. I am seeing myself through the relationship. That's what relationships are. They are revelations of aspects of ourselves we have not known prior to the moment of that encounter. Now, I go through this pain to say this for this reason. <clears throat> I have to understand when I'm feeling resistance. My husband just did this. My kids just did that. My business just tanked. The IRS is after me. The government, east or west, is driving me insane. I don't know what to do. And I'm filled with, and we're using a euphemism, resistance. I'm filled with resentment, anger, some kind of negative state. Because resistance is the father of all negativity. Agreed. There is no negativity without resistance appearing in us first. That means that we're responsible for the negativity, not the condition. That which lives in us has reacted in such a way and connected to certain kinds of emotion, and it convinces us right away that we know what the problem is. That mind is divided. So it looks out and says, you have done this to me. Now, I believe that you have to be fixed. Here is the point. When I am full of the certainty that a negative state gives me, I never think to myself, the real problem is the negative state. If you pick up a frying pan and it's hot, do you have to ask yourself, I wonder what I should do with this thing that's making my hands smoke? You don't have to do that because the physical intelligence knows, oh, put the thing down. You become present to the resistance instead of attached to the answer it's giving you to free you from it, and you will instantaneously put down the negativity because, and it won't be in thought, 
awareness itself will take the action for you. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. You're, it's like saying we don't have any trouble when it's a physical thing, and we never beat ourselves up and say, oh, man, I sure wish I didn't have any pain receptors on my fingertips. You know, I wish my hand could just melt onto this. Yeah. You know, we never yeah. sit and go on and on and get stuck in that because we know, like, okay, this feels bad. I'm letting go. End this of story. Feels That's exactly right. Yeah. This yeah. feels bad. It's not good for me. I'm going to let it go. But the problem with resistance to a psychological condition is that my identity is wrapped up in the resistance to the condition. Look, what somebody does, you're, you're out with people to a dinner table. Somebody, the waiter does something. You don't even know it happened. And three of the people at the table are ballistic. You, you're feeling pretty good. You turn around. Everybody's negative. Yeah. What's wrong? Well, he brought the wrong. He, he brought a crab cocktail instead of a shrimp cocktail. I don't know what he did. But here's the deal. That that doesn't bother me. I'm not attached to shrimp or crab. I don't even like seafood. So that's not a problem. That means the condition is related to the consciousness. The condition that's resisted is related to the consciousness resisting it. Yeah. Yeah. Clear that becomes the more I'm able to recognize, all right, this is something that I can let go of, even though it feels like, and this is very important, if I drop this resistance to what just happened, I'm going to die. If I don't fix you, you're going to make me a doormat. I can't let you be a doormat. In the meantime, a donkey's on my back with the bridle in my mouth, whipping me and telling me what to do. Well, it's one solution. (laughs) You see what you see? I do. I do see. I totally see what you're saying. I totally see what you're saying. And I think everybody else is getting it, too. I think it's really starting to sink in that we're all living in our own little worlds of perception. And only we get to decide if it's upsetting to us that there's no crab in the cocktail or not. Like, we're the ones resisting, we're the ones hanging on, or we're the ones not hanging on, because we don't care. Yes, there is something in us that we are unaware of. It really is that simple. Yeah, yeah. Here's a perfect example of this, Dana. If I'm afraid of losing control, which all of us, I mean, I've got a business, I run a foundation, it's all volunteers, but... You know, internationally, it, it, I, uh, it's a big deal. I mean, there's, a, you know, h- hundreds of thousands of people. If I'm afraid of losing control, is it me that's afraid of losing control? Or is it fear that has an idea that without this being the way I've imagined it, somehow I'm less of a human being? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That means, listen, that when I'm afraid... Of losing control, I've already lost it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Because you're already catering to the, to use your words, to the God of fear instead, you know? Nature, now, that's now, exactly what. And actually, I want to, because I know we have to wrap up. You know, Guy, you're one of these guys, we could just spend the whole rest of the day together. I, but I want to just put up a, a suggestion or a point with regards to being an entrepreneur in a business, because you just alluded to it a second ago. The piece that I I think I keep hearing you say again and again and again is, if you are not in resistance, if you are not in these negative emotions, if you're able to act clearly and from your full self, 
you're going to be making better decisions, which will make it make an impact in all areas of your life, including your business. Yes, and more. And more. The limit of my present view is not the limit of my possibilities. The limit of my present view is not the limit of my possibilities. But I have to understand that limitation is not denial. I try to be like this or do that, and I run into something that challenges me. The moment of meeting the limitation is not life denying me what my heart of hearts wants. It is inviting me to discover the parts of myself that if I don't transcend them, I will never make the passage into the next level of whatever it may be that I'm pursuing in life. Nice. Nice. I love that. That's great. Transcendence. We're going to have that's I'm going to that's the good word. I love it. Thank you guys so much. I really enjoy you. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> it was great. Dana, you're a, you're a, you're a gas to talk with. You too. You too. You're a hoot. <laughs> so, I want to make sure you all know connect with Guy over at guyfinley.org/gift because we're talking 7 8 hours of material really helps you kind of get into it and fully understand it. You had some really good questions and really good participation and I appreciate so much you being here cuz you get this, right? You get that this is not just about compartmentalizing our lives and oh we're entrepreneurs and that's the label we're going to wear. You know, we'll just get a little tattoo on our forehead that says entrepreneur. No, this is about being the full you, being the full real you, being the full actualized, aware, present, ever-developing, ever-evolving, and transcending you. And isn't it nice to know that you can start putting this in practice right now? You can have transcendence for lunch. So go out and have a great rest of the day. And you know what? We'll be right here, and we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. There's nothing quite like a Dana rant. Say it over and over and over again because it makes me so happy to have something that rhymes. Stop cancel clear, all my love is here. Stop cancel clear, all my power is here. Like, oh my god, I was always told never to be selfish. I know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I just love it. It's just the little things, right? See you next time on The Mind Aware Show. <laughs>